the Zeitgeist features four different personalities who provide their spin on what's being talked about right now in today's culture. Their conversations include current news, celebrity culture, politics, and more. The moderator starts and ends each discussion. The comedian holds nothing back. The wild card keeps you on your toes. And the analyst breaks it all down into easy-to-understand points. Welcome to the Zeitgeist. Episode 28. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Zeitgeist. This is Brandy, your moderator. I hope you guys are doing well today. I am joined by Chauncey, the analyst today. How are you, Chauncey? Good. How's it going? You know what? You sound like in those futuristic movies, they have holograms. <laughs> you know, or Coachella. I, I think you're trying to get me into the Guinness uh, World Book of Records for moderator who can never just introduce a show without some random comment from the team. Well, you know, hey. I think that's a hologram at Coachella, too, right? A Tupac one. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> that was a few years ago, wasn't it? Remember that. Right. <laughs> you guys also here. I am joined as well by Chris the Wildcard. How are you today, Chris? I'm good. Ready to go. Cool. The the comedian Ayana is um battling battling against the the germs that have attacked her body. We are sending her good alkaline rich energy. Oh goodness. So she can rebalance <laughs> that acid overload. <laughs> We can send her that UV light we're going to talk about a little later. Uh, that might work. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm going to feel better. We are going to jump into the sizzle. The sizzle. Now, eyes. <sighs> when I saw this topic on the list, it kind of got my blood boiling just a little bit. I remember... Back in 2012, when they announced this Nina Simone um, movie, and I was super excited because I like Nina Simone, I think she's really cool. Um, and then that picture leaked of our good friend Zoe Saldana. Um, you know, there was some there was some black Twitter outrage then. Kind of died off because people thought that it wasn't going to happen. Then just last week. The official trailer came out, and the world was yet again up in arms. Um, and so we gotta, we gotta, we gotta talk about this. Um, we gotta talk about. I'm, I'm personally not okay. <laughs> well, okay. So look. This movie, Nina, uh, comes out April 22nd. Um, Zoe Saldana is a black Hispanic actress. Um, people have a problem because of the skin darkening and I guess the wigs. Now, we have a link that uh, shares the trailer. If everybody wants to watch it, you can if you haven't seen it. Um, see, when it comes to acting, you go, okay, you don't act, have to be like Nina Simone, the player, but the 
problem is when you look at the trailer, it looks bad. It just looks bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Zoe portraying Nina Simone, it looks like there's makeup and prosthetics and all of that. So, you know, is it like blackface? Not quite, because she ain't white. But darkening her to do all of that, I, I don't know. And then, then you get into, well, could they have made the movie and sold it without a name like Zoe Saldana? Because I know the estate of Nina Simone is not happy. Nina Simone's daughter is not happy. Um, so, you know, we just have major, 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 major problems. I, this is a tricky one for me. It just doesn't look like that great of a movie. Now, David Oyelowo is in it as well. Supposedly, he's one of the producers, the only black producer. So, I just, I don't know. I really don't. I just think it's unfortunate all around. What's that? Zoe isn't hurting for work. Like, you know what I mean? This is like a... But that's not the point. That's not just the point, though. Because you have to look at it as, would this have been made in the first place? Now, look, if Simone's estate doesn't like it, if their daughter doesn't like it, get the money if you can. Raise some money. Mm -hmm. Do your own picture. I mean, this is where we go again into Hollywood. This is is what they do. Like I said, it just looks bad. It just looks looks bad. It's uncomfortable to watch. It's very. Yeah. uh, She got that cake makeup on that you used, the Ben Nye stage makeup on, looking crazy. Yep. I mean, not okay. Wild card, go ahead. Feel like um, I, there's another dimension to this, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, that is her features. Yeah. Um, where Zoe Saldana has a um, a closer to European ish nose and lips are thinner. And I think what happens is, especially if you juxtapose that with the person she is portraying, Nina Sabone. Um, the features don't match up. So, I think that adds to the <laughs> questionable look as well. Yeah. First of all, it's, I think it's poorly done for a major motion picture. Let's it just is. Yeah, it Let's just start bad. there. Yeah. Okay? And then on to heap on top of that, feature-wise, she could be mistaken for a white woman in uh, it would be blackface, right? Yeah. And I think that contributes to the look. So there's a lot of really bad things going on here, right? And like you're saying, wildcard, you know, that's why they added prosthetics, which just makes it even worse. It, it's a mess. Yeah, I mean, she looks like a fake me out Uncle Ben. <laughs> it's just it's bad, and I'm loath to do this type of in-house criticism. When it comes to African Americans, and you know, because we want black folk to get work. Yeah, and no, also, she's not African American. She's uh, she's, black, she's black Latino, Hispanic. right? Like, yeah. but you know, but the, and also, I think the, the real the foundation of this issue is always going to go back to who controls the money, because if you come into there, if you pitch a movie to them, they're going to ask you, who's the lead? Who's Nina Simone? Before they fund it. I mean, you know, I'm oversimplifying yeah. it, but that's going to happen. You're not oversimplifying it, and that's what I was saying. I mean, it, you know, right. it's Hollywood. It is Hollywood. Now, just question. Was, uh, I mean, because in my mind, I just think about other people who have potentially um, done it and who would probably fit into the budget, because I understand some people would be out of the budget. 
was 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 Crazy Eyes on the scene when this movie was cast? Because I think she would have mm-hmm. definitely been able. Mm-hmm. If they could afford Zoe, they could have afforded her. I don't think Zoe. But it's Zoe it's the not. It's, yeah, it's it's not about affording. It's about them going. Can we sell this movie? Can we recoup our money? And they are not open-minded. Hello, they're not. They're right. not going to say Uzo Aduba. Let's give you a lead role. It yeah. is happening. <laughs> That's why you see the same. Not crazy eyes yet. If she was, if she was a crazy eyes, even right now, I'm telling you, Brandon, yeah, we are not enough. giving Uzo Aduba a lead role in a movie. Not happening. About Lena Simone, that's like a cult movie, though. Lena Simone movie is a cult You're arguing movie. with the industry and you lose. I'm yeah, telling they, you. They're, not looking at, they're looking at how much you want from me to make it and what are the receipts. It ain't happening. That's what I'm telling you. Now, look, I'm not supporting this. I'm just telling you. I'm a realist. I'm a pragmatist. Right. This is what they do. Yeah. And this is going back to Oscar So White and all of that. It starts yes. here. Uh, now, Look, uh, Angelina Jolie played Marianne Pearl, and that was a big stink, because Marianne Pearl is mixed, I believe. Yeah. Um, but Marianne Pearl wanted her, wanted Angelina Jolie to portray her. Right. Plus, that was less offensive. I mean, <laughs> when you see... Yes. When you, yes. Like, it's just when you see it, it's because of all the things they did to Zoe. It's I know she doesn't. I, I would have preferred if they just let it be Zoe, right? Playing, yes. looking like Zoe. And right. we just interpret it. Right, and we yeah, interpret it. Let us interpret it. Right, that they have on her, she just, it just doesn't work. Yeah, it just doesn't. It's just bad. I mean, I'm it's not, just bad. It's like a spoof. Like you're watching it, and you're thinking it's an SNL spoof. Like literally. It, yeah. It looks like one of those Lifetime movies. Well, and you know they positive. <laughs> no, they're not. No, they're not. Now, you know, look, now, you know, some people, the estate is posited in the Avery. Uh, some people said Lauren Hill and others. Lauren uh, Hill? Lauren Hill, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck with that. She First of all, you know, I guess because Lauren Hill can sing, so they're going, you know, who has the talent and, and close enough look. The question is, where is Lauren Hill? Hey, I, I'm done with this because there ain't, ain't nothing else to say. Ain't nothing else to say. I know, Brandy. I know you worked up, but ain't nothing else to say. I mean, listen. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, put put aside my inner passion and, and accept, you know, the fact. No, we agree with you. Yeah, we, we agree. agree. No, we agree. Yeah, yeah. No, we are not supporting this movie. No. Okay. I, I'm just saying that. I, I'm just saying that. Look, we know what we're dealing with. What industry? Yeah. I mean. Uh, uh, what, what's his name? Uh, Joseph Fiennes is playing uh, Michael Jackson in that comedy yeah. that's going to be coming out. Uh, whatever. Right. Can I ask one more thing? Can yeah. I ask one more thing? How did everyone feel about Tropic Thunder? Yeah. But see, that's a comedy. I understand. Yeah. But I think, yeah. the, just, to, just to finish this, wrap this up, I agree with Brandy, and, and we talked about how terrible it is especially optically, but like you said, uh, analyst, it always is going to go back to who's making the movies, who's controlling the purse strings. That's where you concentrate your fire if you want to If you want to ha- have a, a, a protest. That's all I'll say. Mm-hmm. Going after, after the actors and actresses, yeah, not right. it's, not gonna, gonna, it's just not going to yield any, any benefit. No. So, it's rude. I mean, it's like everything. And if you don't attack the roof, 
Yeah, and, and, and look, and as far as Zoe Saldana is concerned, she's an actress. Every actor and actress wants another check. I'm just saying. It can end any day. Yeah. Um, I, was this a wise decision? No. Look, y'all go try to be an actor and see what happens. You see what you pass up. Lots of stuff. Okay. I will definitely pass Nina Simone. I could play Nina Simone over Zoe. Yeah, but no one's gonna give money for you playing <laughs> Nina Simone Brandy. That's true. <laughs> and, Zoe, and look, and look, Zoe Saldana acknowledges that it might be a problem, but she says, "Look, I wanted to do this role, so I, I, I don't know. That's what she wanted to do. It just doesn't look good. And what's next? Because I'm done. I told you." <laughs> Now, when we first started talking about this uh, political season, I think, uh, I want to say the analyst called it um, a clown, a clown show on the Republican side. Um, and it feels like the Republicans are kind of agreeing with, uh, with, with that as well now because they are finding it challenging themselves um, to, to determine who they want to give the uh, ticket to. Now, when you say they, you you know, we got to be specific. It's the yes, Republican. It's the Republican establishment that's having a problem. Correct. Uh, now, look, Donald Trump is outperforming uh, as far as the delegates he needed to get at this point to be on track for the nomination. And we have lots of links from 538 breaking it down. Um, I think on Super Tuesday, though, he slightly underperformed his polling, um, but it didn't matter. Uh, now, the the wild card has done yeoman's work predicting what's happening with all of this. Until. Um, but unfortunately, I got him when did. I said Ted Cruz would come in second instead of Marco Rubio. And the reason I, I did that, I didn't say it last week. The reason is because of Texas. I, I knew he would win. And I overlooked that. You did overlook it. I overlooked it. And that's why we're here to do that. I mean, were you wildly wrong by choosing Marco Rubio? No. I mean, a lot of people well, thought he would do much better. I was out on a limb with that prediction, especially looking back on it. We don't need your excuses. With Texas. You know, we don't need your excuses. Yeah, it, was a, it was a revolt. That pick was a revolution. Yeah. Uh, now, Marco did finally win a state, but Ted Ooh. Cruz won three, and Trump won seven. So there we go on that side. And look, Trump has garnered forty-six percent of the votes so far in the Republican race. It's just going to be: Are they going to have this contested convention? That's what some of the establishment leaders want, or say they want, I guess. We'll see whether that happens because it looks like Trump is not going to be derailed. I mean, Kasich is still in and he's going to hurt Rubio. Um, now, the thing is, if Rubio and Cruz want this contested convention, which means everyone that uh, none of the candidates have enough delegates to be the winner and they go to the convention and they fight it out to see who's going to be the nominee. And it could even be someone who didn't run in that case. They could nominate anybody. Um, so... If that's what they want, then Kasich staying in is fine because then they just want to split all of these delegates and keep Donald underneath the threshold to win. Um, so that's what's going on there. On the Democratic side, as predicted, Hillary Clinton uh, really mopped the floor with Bernie Sanders on Super Tuesday. 
I know that some of the media want to point out that she won seven contests, he won four, uh, to make it look better. But delegate-wise, it was nasty, it just was. Um, he'll probably have a better day today, as far as states go, because two caucus states for the Democrats, uh, Kansas and Nebraska, I believe. But then there's also the Louisiana primary, which Hillary will win. Uh, so she'll probably win... Um, well, she, yeah, she'll probably win more delegates, maybe, or maybe they'll split them. We'll see how that, that ends up uh, turning out. But forget all of this weekend stuff for uh, Democrats and Republicans. On Tuesday, we have Michigan for both, which is huge as far as delegates are concerned. And the Democrats also have a Mississippi primary. So, uh, wild card, go ahead. Who wins in Lou not Louisiana, sorry, who wins in Michigan? I'm gonna go with Hillary Clinton in Michigan. The polls agree. Um that's supposedly tight. Supposedly, right? Well, it, it's a demographic that Bernie should win. Right. Um, because of the minority uh wheat. Or lack well, or, or reduced. Yeah. Well, yeah, because of the the blue collar white yeah. worker right votes there. Yeah, um, but I'm but Hillary. I don't know what the point differential is um, as far. It's as Hillary, not close uh, in the polls. In a really, lot of polls. I didn't know that. Well, I'm going to go with Hillary Clinton um, in Michigan and Donald Trump for the Republican. Donald Trump. Yeah, I, I think that's a no brainer. And right. who's second for you in Michigan? Ted Cruz. I'm done with Ruby out. So no Kasich. No, uh, I'm going with Ted Cruz. No little Marco. <laughs> yeah, that that last Republican debate. I mean, they just don't quit with the comedy. They don't. They don't quit with the comedy. And unfortunately for Rubio, Rubio does a good job of going back at Trump on his own level. Yeah. But he doesn't get the same media coverage because the media just goes with whatever Trump does and then criticizes him for doing the same thing. Excuse me. If you coming for me like that, I'm yes. right with Marco. Little Marco, whatever you want to call him. And, and you know what? Wildcard, let's share with the people because our idea was for Marco to come up with a little doll and call him Little Marco. Yes. Yeah, and then say here. and then and then tell people and then tell people, look, little Marco's heads are bigger than Trump's. Yes. <laughs> and look, we're, look, listen, we're putting this out here now just in case someone catches wind of it and it happens. We're suing. We are suing. <laughs> little Marco dolls. And make the hand slightly bigger, proportionally speaking. Right? Then he can walk around brandishing the doll and say, like like the analyst said, well, you know, look at the hands. Uh, now, <laughs> now, to wrap this up, though. Yes. Who do you see winning the nominations for each side? Let's go there right now. Wild uh, well, card. The low-hanging fruit is Hillary Clinton on the Democratic side. I mean, it's after March 15th, I think, on the Democratic side. You know, I mean, you could pretty much close down the shop, I believe. Yeah, March 15th, everyone includes Florida voting, right. Illinois, Illinois voting, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got some huge delegates at stake there, like you, the ones you mentioned, obviously, and, and Hillary Clinton is will do well in those places. And also, we've talked about the proportionality with delegate allocation yeah. and things like that. So the problem is, in short, um, the margin, even when Bernie wins the margins aren't great enough to make up for the lead that Hillary Clinton had. So 
I mean, it's really almost over now. Yeah, and and the thing is, on the Dem- like like you're saying, on the Democratic side, there is no winner take all state. Right. Uh, and where Bernie is likely to win is not enough of a delegate hall, and like you said, he won't win by a big enough margin to make up the gap. Right. And, and and you can look back at 2008 when Hillary ran against Obama, and you can see that she was much closer to Obama after Super Tuesday, uh, but it didn't matter. Right. It didn't matter. I think she had, if I remember, I think she had a pretty good Super Tuesday in 08. Yeah, he won a little more delegates. She won more states. Right. But it was very close. And they also changed the allocation rules, I believe, because of 08, the Democratic Party. Some, I yeah, believe. in some states, like in Nevada. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, it's just not looking good for Bernie. And, and you know, his supporters really need to understand how elections work because some yes. of them are having trouble getting the point about this is a delegate race and you have to understand the delegate math and math now for the republicans who is the nominee wild card um whose rules are we are we going by are we going, We're by, going the by your rules the letter of the law the okay well 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 okay you need 1237 i believe to be what first ballot nominee here we go everybody with the justifications i'm explaining my prediction so mm-hmm. The question is, does Trump pass that 1,237 delegate poll? Okay, so let me put it to you this way. Since you, you want to define it. You got to yeah, define uh-huh. it. Since you want to be, uh, you, you want to skirt the issue a bit. Let me let me make it easier. Do you think Trump wins or do you think it's a contested convention? I think Trump wins. Ah, so you think he gets the delegates. I think needed. he's going to get the 1,237. Um... So you are counting on him winning in Florida and Ohio? Yes, I'm, I'm counting on that polling to hold. Yeah. Um, if it, just the race, and he it, he's just Teflon so far, and it'll be interesting to see coming out of that debate and with the ramping up of the establishment ads and all of that, and then really um, creating a crack. It would seem in his facade with the flip-flopping and the disingenuous nature of things, the New York Times smoke-filled room situation. Ah, uh, yeah. Does that resonate? No. no. Let's end Not it here. Bad. Let's end it here with the Trump supporters because some people don't understand this either. Yeah, yeah. They're about 35% of the Republican Party. That's just what they are. Maybe up to 40%. Yeah. So in that range. The plurality okay. here we're talking. Yes. So when you have all of these non-Trump candidates, they're splitting the non-Trump vote, which could be about 65%. Right. So he's going to have the plurality, as you said, and he's going to win the most delegates. And the problem is, when they get to these winner-take-all states, he's going to win all of those delegates. Right. But he's going to be under 50% support. So um, that's going to be the problem. Can I just say the flip side of my that 1237, the delegates needed, is like you were saying, analysts, if the establishment... More people being in helps to slow him potentially from getting the 1237 because, like you said, the votes are split. You have about 665 percent. But not not if he uh, wins the winner. I understand. States. I'm just giving the concept of what yeah. they're trying to do. Yeah, but that what they're counting on is that Rubio wins in Florida, Kasich wins in Ohio. Right, and it doesn't look like that's going to happen. Even right. though little Marco's focusing all of his attention and resources in Florida, which he should, I still think Trump's going to win it. And I think Trump, as I said, 
crosses the threshold at 1237 and they're going to have to deal with him in a general election and that will be interesting as far as what they're going to do with that party. Odd news. Soul singer, as according to The Guardian, Gladys Knight was pulled over by the cops in, uh, in Utah and sung her way out of a ticket. <laughs> yeah, she's, uh, she's saying happy birthday to the cop. Now, she wasn't driving. She was in the car yeah. um, and found out that, yeah, it was his birthday. You know, she, she did her little ditty. But the, the really odd part. There we go. Is that she's a Mormon. Did you know that? Who would have known? I, would, I had no idea. The They're Church of Latter-day Saints and Gladys Knight. <laughs> jo- I mean, Joseph Smith in the, in the, in the magic underpants. She's oh, down with that? Look, look. That is the odd news, folks. Not the singing. Okay? <laughs> That's trivial. That's small potatoes to Gladys Knight being a Mormon. For what I understand, she's a recent convert, right? Yeah, I think so. That's right. I mean, how did that go down? Well, I don't know how recent it is, but yeah, she's a convert. Okay, um, and she was right in Utah. Is that true for quiet rehearsal? Yeah, yeah, it was in Salt Lake City. Yes, uh huh. <laughs> yeah, she was on her way to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints oh. performance. Listen, we all need some spiritual guidance. Uh, look, our <laughs> news is right. Ooh, but I'll tell you this: Gladys Knight, even right now, can still sing like for real. Yes. So. Yeah. I'm sure she got out and really gave it to that cop. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's much else to say. Is it next? Of this. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Health and science. You know, the last time somebody, like, I don't know, I guess talked that way out of something involving some killing and some children it was the whole affluenza thing. So we had this kid who, who was allegedly too rich to know that what he was doing was wrong. Right. And in this article um, in the Washington Post, they, they explore, um, they use science to explore the reason the kid shot his family um, after they woke him up for, for school. Uh, Wait a minute, say that again. He shot his he shot his family while being awakened from school, waking yes. for school. Right, they, they trying to get him up in the morning. Right, um, and I mean the science science kind of says that school starts too early, kids are sleep deprived, and um, it, that can cause them to shoot you. Now the wait a minute, science. <laughs> okay. No, the, the writer of this Washington Post article, which we have linked in the show notes, said that. It's a strange article to read, because I was, I was reading this going, okay, this, this you know, kid shot his family because they wanted him to get up and go to school. They didn't even know he had a gun. I mean, you know. And, and then, you, then halfway down the article, it shifts into teenagers needing... Uh, what? Not 8.5 to 9.5 hours of sleep. Right. Right. And it's like, what? Are you trying to yeah. justify <laughs> this because he was he needed more sleep? He was sleep deprived. Okay. And then and then I decided since I had this question, I was like, let me see if people are picking up on this. And I looked at the comments, and oh boy, are they not happy? They are not because if you look at other uh, sources for this news, no one else linked sleeping sleep deprivation. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's shooting up his family, so 
uh, look, I, I, I think that that warranted another article. That's yeah. an interesting thing to talk about, you know, where school starts too early. I remember when I was going to high school as a teenager, and it was, I didn't get enough sleep. I mean, come on. So, you know, that's an interesting thing to explore outside of this. Yeah. Wildcard, go ahead. Are you sleep deprived? Yes. Oh. Well, Everything. I, listen. Everything. You have a nine millimeter? No. Oh, okay. Everything in this country, for the most part, starts too early when it comes to the routine. Okay? Yes. Okay, everyone is sleep deprived because no one values sleep. They think it, it's attributed to hard work. There you it's go. sleep, and it's lunacy. Okay. It's complete lunacy. Yeah, that's why I work hard because I wake up at 5 a.m. and fall yes, asleep yeah, at um, my desk at work. Sorry, Puffy. We started. Huh? I said sorry, Puffy, because, you know, he likes to not sleep, supposedly. Hey, he sleeps when he dies. That's his, that's his quote. True. That's another discussion. Yeah. But that's also like, you know, look, we can. That's called uh, end of one in science. You got. A one case study, right? And, you know, we can go talk to all kinds of successful people. They can come up with all kinds of things. I drink grapefruit every morning. I mean, right. so why aren't you? You know, it's whatever. That I mean, you know, he's like, I'm up while you asleep. Okay, but you you guy, will be dead not what? sleeping. You will be dead. He he buried his point <laughs> by linking these two, like you said, analyst. I mean, it's yeah. You can't. No one's gonna listen to the the, the sleep thing. If anything, it undermines it. And the way it was written, it was so, the transition was so bad that you're just like, wait a minute, am I in a different article? Yeah. <laughs> Are you, it's not even, it's not yeah. even explicitly stated that this writer thinks this is the reason. It's implicit. It's weird. Yeah, it's Where weird. is the editor? No one sent that back to him and said, I don't think so. That's true. Where is that editor? Mm -hmm. yeah, a lot of these people just independently contribute these days. He could have been one of them. This is the Washington Post. But you know what? <laughs> You know what, though? This is also this is also clickbait. So. Yes, yeah, it is. Yeah. So let's move on to Boeing's new self-cleaning toilet. I don't know about you guys, but um, you know, public toilets aren't really my thing, and I don't imagine many people love using the toilets in public. I think they get even worse when you start considering transportation modes, be it trains, planes. Automobiles and automobiles. Y'all got toilets in y'all cars now? Yes, toilets. Talk about buses or you automobiles? You mean that little container you'd have, like for kids? Yes, the bus, particularly the bus and the RVs. And Boeing is, is creating a self-cleaning toilet um, for planes. Well, unless that's where they're going to start. Just, I, I think it's kind of cool because, I mean, small toilets kind of creep me out. Like, I make it a point, I'll share some, I make it a point not to drink anything if I have to go on a train. <laughs> If I have to fly or I have to take a bus because I Wait do a not. What if you, what if it's like a twelve hour flight? No, I don't. I'm telling you, when I went when I flew to um to Dubai, nope, I, I didn't have to go to the bathroom. Eighteen hours. Holy moly! Yep. <laughs> I did that. I, I, look, she's an X Men. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ah! But look, so the way that this works, uh, Boeing's invention, is they use UV light. Now, the right. UV light is different from what you get in a tanning bed. So they say it doesn't harm you at all. Um, but what it does, it, it doesn't just clean the toilet. It's the whole bathroom. The whole bathroom, yes. And what's really cool, even if the seat is down, it lifts the seat and gets underneath there. I think that this is so good. And they were also talking about how it will uh, maintain the bathrooms for longer because they deteriorate so easily. Um, now, my only concern will be people are so sloppy in those bathrooms. They leave all kinds of detritus and water all over the place. So, you know, my question will be, I hope they still have someone just cleaning up that kind of stuff but this is great and um i think that they're gonna make a killing with this so they can get it to work and it comes in at a reasonable cost yeah yeah so would would brandy would you would you now do some drinking on the plane if they had this <laughs> <laughs> potentially i still have to go do an inspection um okay just to kind of see i mean because like a lot of it comes to like you say it's the it's the little bits of tissue all around it's the water all over the place it's it's just yeah. environment that you walk into i mean it could be clean but those little things just make it feel like yucky yeah you know? wild card what do you think um first of all um brandy may want to clarify drinking ah <laughs> <laughs> Because you said you can now drink. Will you now consider drinking? Drinking water. water. Uh, I'm, I'm just trying to help here. So the folks. Well, don't what, about this, what about this? What about this wild card? Uh, first of all, wild card. Would you would you eat in the bathrooms now? No. Be like, no. uh, this is a good idea, and you know I love the the. Uh, so if you dropped a cookie in the bathroom and it they, it was UV light, you you wouldn't eat it. No. <laughs> Now, I just want everyone to know that I am no proponent of the public bathroom either, especially in confined spaces where they want to put these toilets in basically a closet. No, thank you. Yeah. Okay. But this is an improvement for those emergency situations because I'm not making it to Dubai. Okay. With not, without going to see Dubai. I'm just, it's not going to happen for me. I'm not gifted in that way. So. Yeah, that's crazy. It, look, if it ain't Bowen, I ain't going. <laughs> Okay. So, bravo. Yeah, I hope that they get the, this into those planes as soon as possible. Yeah, and just a quick tip before we move on. If, you know, speaking of these emergency situations, while caught, if you happen to be out in the world and you have to go to a bathroom, there's this really cool app called Sit or Slot. So to Scott, you can put your um, your zip code in, and it'll tell you it'll it, it reviews the bathrooms in the area that you should you know the ones you are clean enough to sit on, or the ones that you need to like squat over. So is, just a few is that are you serious? Yeah, that's like I'll I'll, read yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, she's serious. Why? And look, I learn something new every day. If you um. Generally speaking, if you have to use the bathroom in public, hotels are the best places to start with, especially like a high-end hotel. A lot of people don't realize the lobby bathrooms are open for anybody. So if you're close to like, you know, Five Seasons or like, you know, a Trump, um, you're more than likely going to gonna be able to get a pretty respectable bathroom in the case of an emergency. So folks, this is advice that we're getting from the moderator. I had no idea. She has a plan. Follow it. Mm -hmm. What, don't drink for eight hours? <laughs> Again, we all can't be, you know, one percenters when it comes to that. Uh, <laughs> um, if you don't fall to the one percent, you can do it. Right. Who should not use the bathroom for 
two days, that's, you know, those are rare. But in the event that you do not have those powers, take it from the moderator. Use her tips for finding a bathroom. And squat or sit. Keep that in mind. Yes. Yeah, so, a distinction. You gotta love, you gotta love what we live in. That's a solution to practically everything. <laughs> what we don't care about. So, you know, loop back to the beginning. We're talking about these, these good old presidents. Um, our good friend, Ben Carson. Um, Where you been, Ben? Ben. It's, um, he's gonna have to go. They, 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 they think he's, he's heading out of there. Oh, he's out. Yeah, he's out. Ain't oh, nobody thinking. Well, can I just say officially? He's officially out. Let me just say okay. that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yesterday he actually made it official. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, um, and and he is going to be heading uh, an evangelical uh, voting group. Okay. So yes. So look forward to that. Um, now, five thirty-eight. The article we have. Uh, you know, they talk about how the Republicans always like Ben Carson. They still like them some Ben Carson. They just don't like him enough to vote for him. Uh, the problem is, how are you going to vote for someone who's constantly asleep? I, I don't know. <laughs> Wildcard, would you have voted for the good Dr. Ben Carson? No. Oh, look, no. He was so, look, he was so, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You say asleep, or he was so... He wasn't alert enough to me when he ran for president for me to even let him operate on me and perform brain surgery. I need to know who the second now, most he was a pediatric brain I, Well, can I have my joke? <laughs> I don't want him coming for me on his way to Florida to get some clothes now. <laughs> he, he, is, he is not alert enough to come for you. <laughs> Woo, but look. In a good words of his, What's that, Brandy? I say... In the words of my grandmother, that thing Carson do, like, he know what he doing with medicine, but I don't think he should be running no country. (laughs) 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 Not any country, huh, Grand? She said, no country. No country. Look, look, I know one thing. His wife likes to sing, so she should get together with Gladys Knight, and they can get together and go to the Mormon church and and have a hoedown. Now, look. And we we can also cast her as Nina Simone. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Which one? His wife or yeah. Gladys Knight? Well, I guess either would work. Yeah. Um, now, on 538, they talk about how few GOP voters have been black. Uh, and they give us the small percentages. Uh, the, so far, the highest percent of, of black voters in the GOP is Virginia at 9%. Now, they do not know how many of those people voted for Ben Carson. Now, I'll tell you this about black voters, okay? Black voters are practical. Uh, they're not just going to vote for you because you're black. Uh, remember, in 2008, Barack Obama didn't have majority black support until he won in Iowa. Mm-hmm. Hillary was the one with the majority black support until then because black people were like, yeah, I mean, you're black, but are you going to win? So uh, just because you're black doesn't mean you're going to get black votes. And in the GOP, you're certainly not going to get them. And uh, we can see that even from the black GOP voters, they're probably not voting for him. I bet a lot of them are voting for Trump. Yeah, I would think. Yeah. Um, so, look, people, like you said, if on Facebook, Ben Carson wins. People like Ben. He's mild-mannered. Um, he's not going to threaten you with his um, political acumen or anything outside of brain surgery. He's not going to threaten your intelligence. Let me just say that. He'll make you feel comfortable. Um, so people love them, they just ain't voting. 
they're not gonna vote for you then and you seem to get that hint so yeah so long ben carson has gone fishing the tom fool of the week someone has appeared on the show who the analyst has been trying not i mean i think every time we consider this person for tom fool or any segment you i'm not talking about this person i'm not putting them on this show um Wait a minute! Now that sounds that sounds bigoted. It, it, it does. Okay. It does. All right. All right, guys. Let's let me let me let me. Uh... <laughs> you're not gonna, you're not gonna paint me as a bigot. Go ahead. Let me let me paint some texture. Because we're talking about Caitlyn Jenner, and I will clean this up for the analysts. It's not because he is a bigot. It's because the people in this podcast do not want to further the Kardashian movement, and that's all that's about. It's not because he has anything against the LGBT. QQ community. I think it's QQIS community now. Um, so yeah. This yeah you, you slam them on the uh, acronym. You get it. Get it, moderator. I know, I know you know, my LGBT. Uh, you know, I have no. All I know is LGBTQ. <laughs> I knew the Q. I didn't know the Q, uh, the extra Q and the IS. I mean, yeah. okay. <laughs> um, but look, yeah, we had to put Kate, Caitlyn Jenner as a tomfool because. This fool said that she would be the trans ambassador uh, for Ted Cruz. I'll say it again. The trans ambassador for Ted Cruz. Shut up and sit down. Let me quote some of this from the CNN article. Let me quote some of this nonsense. Caitlyn Jenner says, quote, I think he's, that's Ted Cruz, he's very conservative and a great constitutionalist and a very articulate man. I haven't endorsed him or anything like that, but I also think he's an evangelical Christian and probably one of the worst ones when it comes to trans issues. So why in the world do you want to be his trans ambassador? Uh, what? Now look, let me keep reading. Wait a minute, Wildcard, you're going to get in here. Another quote. Wouldn't it be great? I have all my girls on a trans issues board to advise him on making decisions when it comes to trans issues. He doesn't wanna. Okay? Are you crazy? Let me keep reading. Quote, <laughs> yes. Trans ambassador to the president of the United States so we can say, Ted, love what you're doing, but here's what's going on. He doesn't care. L let me read what Ted Cruz has said. Okay, so from the this, this CNN article, it says Cruz has been critical of the Obama administration's efforts to embrace trans students, telling an interviewer last year that, quote, the federal government is going after school districts, trying to force them to let boys shower with little girls. Um, he went on to say, I'm the father of two daughters. And the idea that the federal government is coming in saying that boys, with all the God-given equipment of boys, can be in the shower room with junior high girls. This is lunacy. Uh, this is the guy you want to be the trans ambassador for? Really? And uh, Martina Navratilova said to Caitlin, uh, tweeted, Kate, you really must be joking about Cruz, right? Tell me it ain't so. Well, look, I, this is one of the biggest Tom fools in history. You know, I was going to put uh, Supreme Court Justice, what's his face? Which one? Uh, you know that man. Uh, I don't even want to say his name. Who? Clarence? 
Clarence. Yes, Clarence, yes, Clarence Thomas. I was going to put him on here because he finally spoke up after 10 years. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just to revisit because Randy wanted to revisit. But I saw this story and was like, this is so ridiculous. I mean, I know that Caitlyn Jenner, uh, formerly Bruce Jenner, is a Republican. He, as Bruce Jenner, he met Ted Cruz, but he has not met Ted Cruz as herself now, Caitlyn Jenner. I would love to see that meeting. Go ahead, wild card. The thing that struck me about this is when I read it, I I immediately went to there's a trans ambassador because the way it was stated was like it's a position like there is an, a position that exists already, and there and Caitlyn Jenner now wants it. No, Caitlyn Jenner wants to create this. Right. It, it was so weird. I'm, I'm sitting here, I read this, and I'm like, I didn't know there was a trans ambassador. When did that happen? Who is the trans ambassador right now? <laughs> <laughs> so this was completely just fabricated. Out. It was created of his own mind, machinations, whatever you were doing. Her, her, I'm sorry. Caitlyn made it the, uh, the position up and apparently has made up uh, Ted Cruz's potential receptiveness to this idea as well. Ridiculous. Yeah, I, I don't know what causes people to be able to compartmentalize things this way. Yeah, that's that's it. Mm -hmm. It's just really strange to me. He is not, he does not, I'm not going to say what the man likes and doesn't like because I don't know Ted Cruz, but at least his rhetoric. We do he, know, he said. Yeah, well, I, I'm talking about, okay, there's politician Ted, there's lion Ted. <laughs> right, and then there, you know, because politicians, then we have what do they really believe? I, I I can't get into what he really believes. All I well, know he, is, look, well, if you stated rhetoric, that's what you really believe, well, I'm right? Not, yeah. Rhetoric, well, right, his rhetoric, okay, and what he stands for mm -hmm. is anti Caitlyn Jenner. So how Caitlyn Jenner makes the leap into this, I will never know. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm about to come out and support David Duke. And be his black ambassador. That I mean, y'all nuts, right. <laughs> right? That is what, that is the equivalent. Yes, indeed. Yeah, Brandy, what about you? Do you want to be the trans ambassador for Ted Cruz? <laughs> I don't think I qualify. Well, do you? Have, you have to yeah. be right. Right. What is what's the criteria? Yeah, you don't have to be a trans well, person. Well, the thing is, I don't think I'll be accepted by the the, the trans community. Oh, you're worried about your credibility. Yeah. Like, how, uh, do I, how do I know their struggle? They didn't accept Caitlyn Jenner. There was a huge um, yeah from them when he, you know, saying that he didn't. Understand. But you're not. But you're not. You're not the ambassador of trans people. You're you're Ted Cruz's ambassador. Right. In order to connect with them. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. If I'm the ambassador to um, the, the United Arab Emirates, for instance, I, I'm still American. Right. Right. So, so you're you you you're right, Brandy. Now look. <laughs> I think you can do it. You you knew that whole acronym, so yes, you did. <laughs> I mean, it's not an acronym actually, but because it doesn't form another word. But you right. knew all of that. Yeah, yeah. Right. all the, the whole community. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know if it would be a good job for me. Well, I'll tell you this: the moderator's plate is full between this show auditioning for Nina Simone <laughs> and also. <laughs> the trans ambassador once right. Ted Cruz elected president she will also be in the running for that so <laughs> got a lot going on oh my goodness yeah I mean 
very interesting people. I, I, I don't I don't know what else to say about interesting tom fools or however you want to yeah. classify it. <laughs> it's our second week in a row that we have a lady. We, yeah, it's gonna be a lady from now on. How about that? Wait, we wanna we wanna stretch with it being all guys, right? We did. Last week was our first woman and then this week we Yeah, we on a roll now. Equal <laughs> representation. That's right. And this is the first time that we have someone from that community too as a Tom Fool. See that? Yeah. Hey, hey listen. Listen. Drives a diversity over here on the Zeitgeist. Right. Don't come for the Zeitgeist. Uh, or 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 the inclusion, as Ava DuVernay says, the belonging, the belonging, the belonging. That's no funny. Boy, guys. Look, no boycott, no boycotting over here. <laughs> they can't boycott us. Of course not. They don't do anything to be to warn a boycott. And if they do, we'll um, just bring Chris Rock on, and everything will be fine. Oh, yes, my, right. Then you'll really get a boycott. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazed at his uh the response to so was I. So was I. Yeah. Strange to me. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Look, every joke is not going to land. Some of it's going to be offensive because he's walking that line, y'all. Right. Um. Look, how about this? You go try and do it. You go do it. Yeah, I I didn't understand. I was like you said, uh, uh, Brandy. I was surprised by it. Um. I wasn't. Really. No. He's done that before, though. It well, doesn't not, to matter. That, not to that degree. Not to it, that degree. Yeah. And look, he went after everybody. He yeah, did. He went after every single person, and that's exactly what you do. No one's happy, and that's good. <laughs> okay? But the thing that, about Chris Rock, as if you look at his career, his body of work, I think he's done enough as far as representing black issues, it, right? It, it, for it me to give him the benefit of the doubt. I mean... And then they, they're talking about, you know, the Asian joke. I actually didn't see that joke, so I can't comment. So, you know, whatever. Oh, the iPhone. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Um, I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. I didn't either. Um, the worst joke was the Stacey, da- Stacey Dash thing. That's, that, that's just that's cause, just because that didn't work. That was just weird. Yeah, that just didn't work. Everybody's yeah. just like, why is she here? Yeah, that was strange. I, and, and, and I'm sitting there like, how did they make this connection and decision? What was the meeting like? Well, they were like, let's get her because she's uh, notoriously anti-black as a black woman. But how did, what's the meeting, what's the actual meeting look like? Or the phone conversation, the conference call, it's whatever like, hey, I want you, hey, I want you to come out and, you know, let's, let's troll some people. And you can say some things. And she came out and, you know, she's a ditz and it didn't work. Yeah. But I'm done with that. Next. I'm the Danish girl. Ah, that was good. <laughs> the end. Guys, I guess we will close out this episode of the psych. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, with the Tracy Morgan Danish girl shout out from the wild card. <laughs> oh man, thanks again, guys, for joining us um, on another episode of the Zeitgeist. Check us out at DailyDynamic.com yes, I'm coming. Hello, pregnant pause. Check us out. DailyDynamic.com <laughs> and on social media. And I want to give a shout out to another one of the Dynamic Family shows. So, uh, if you guys don't know, the analyst moonlights as a critic 
And his new show, um, well, his old show with a new format, Why Watch That Radio, just relaunched. And it's really, really good. So after you get finished with the Zeitgeist, check out the new format for um, Why Watch That Radio. Thank you, moderator. Thank you. I'm going to shout out the, 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 the scout, too. I'm going to shout out Mo. Yeah. This episode, and yeah, and, and then we got this this Jamaican over here also was on that show, too. I'm seeing Borderline, and they come <laughs> for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which was the last, the last uh, part of the sport <laughs> episode where they talked about the uh, the the maybe great um, Steph Curry. Steph Curry, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, we're not going to go down that rabbit hole, but he. No, don't go down there. But yes, check, check out, check that out. out. Of, um, you know, justifying their their uh, reasoning behind it. Yes. Um, so yeah, I mean, the Zeitgeist is just one of many uh, offerings from the Dynamic Network family. So before the, be sure to check us out. This yeah, really and, and again, that's that's connoisseurs of sport. Yes. Or the wild card when he puts on. His scout hat and I join him occasionally. And oh, why watch that radio? Yeah. Yes. All right, guys. We plugged every show. Um. <laughs> but yours? Wait a minute, Brandy. Oh, you have one. Oh yeah, I do too. I can't plug my own show. That's just. Well, me. Brandy is a business expert extraordinaire. She has a great show, and I really love it because their shows are really quick. Um, it's called Idea Jungle. Available again at dailydynamic.com. Dynamic Network is bringing it. Um, so you can listen to her and her business acumen, especially for all of you entrepreneurs out there. Oh, look at that. Thank you so much, analyst. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. That is all. We have shamelessly plugged the whole network. Yes, we have. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you guys join us back again next week. Until then, take care. Listen to the Zeitgeist every Sunday at DailyDynamic.com.